0: This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze.
1: Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. It's so great to be back here with you, and I'm so humbled. I just I can't even believe it how long this show has been going. And uh, if you would have told me that this is the direction that the Lord was going to lead me which is uh, you know an indicator for all of us is that you know we don't always know what god wants for our lives but if we just do the moment by moment things that uh he is wanting you to do then he will direct your path and so that's what he's done with me and still running the business uh but i'm also doing this and i just love this and i walk in today and i have a letter from a person that's doing time and you know if somebody would have said that i was going to be doing prison ministry i would have said Uh, I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to be doing, but now here uh, somehow I am ministering to people in prison. So it's really a wonderful thing and not something that I had thought about, but obviously the Lord had. And so it just touches my heart so much. And it will yours, too, if you're not working and doing what God wants and purpose for your life. uh, Just Stay focused and you will get there. So today I have a special guest and I'm so excited about this because I think I'm going to learn more about him right along with you. He's somebody that I've seen from afar and he emcees this program that I've been involved in for so many years, like, I don't know, 30 years because my kids were very young and now they're 35 and 38. So I would say 30 years I uh, have known and and they've impacted my life so much and it's uh, Dr. Increase, Bob Harrison. Uh, program. And if you want to know more about that, you can um, email me or text me uh, and I will uh, tell you more about it. But it's a wonderful program. Anyway, so Brent can talk about how he's related. Uh, Brent Bailey, he uh, is with Direction Church. I think he's the pastor, uh, lead pastor of Direction Church in Orlando, Florida. And I'm going to give you a little background to what I'm going to tell you is Brent is a pastor. He is a podcast host and author and conference speaker noted for his over-the-top Personality and Captivating Communication Style, and I have experienced that firsthand. He is passionate about seeing people establish a real relationship with God because it's easy to receive from someone that you know. He wants to help people bring God into the world of their everyday life. He has his first book, get this, Check the Gauges. I love that. Achieving a Full Christian Life the Way God Intended – And it was released in March of 2017, and it is available on Amazon. His latest book, What Smells So Good, Living with Favor in a World That Stinks, is available now on Amazon. And I'm going to stop right there and just say, Brent, just so thankful that you're on the air with us today.
2: Well, hi, Sue, and it's so great to be here. Uh, We've been talking about this for a while, and it's great to finally Uh, have the chance to finally sit down and and do the show. I know we talked in February about it, and then COVID wrecked everything. So it's so great to be here.
1: Yeah, I would love to be face to face. And I know that our our listeners would love to have us face to face on Facebook Live. But um, this is the next best thing. So maybe we'll figure out how to do that in the future. Uh, And maybe we can be able to get on a plane and start, you know, traveling again and getting back to, to normalcy, at least somewhat normalcy. And Uh, But I really feel very fortunate. We were in Hawaii, and we talked about this, and we were at an Increase event, and uh, we talked about it, and and now we're making it happen, you know, February to, you know, the month we're in now. So it's pretty crazy, but I'm so glad that we're on the air together.
2: Yeah, it really is so good to be here, and um, I have family out there in uh, sunny Southern California, and so uh, this really means a lot to me to be on one of the radio stations that they're listening to, so...
1: Hi, and we're sitting, sy- yeah. Hi, hi, <laughs> welcome. Uh, we are syndicated and we go up the state of California, and also with the internet, we're all over the world, so you will uh, touch people, I'm sure, with the Lord's words. And um, before we got on the air, Brent, I had asked you, What is the focus for today? What is the main goal? And I loved your answer, and I thought, You know what, we should just share that because the thing is, is that all of us need to be focused on, you know, what God created us for our purpose here on this earth. And setting those goals and reaching those goals is something that when we have a goal, when you have things that can detour you from the goal, you're more clear on the direction in which you need to go because you've established that goal. And, and of course, that's with prayer, and, and God has revealed himself to, to those that have those goals. But uh, I'm just saying that, you know, if we don't set that up, when I have guests, I always say, so what is it we're trying to accomplish today? And your response was?
2: Well, everything that we try and do to, is to either elevate people in their walk with God or point people to start a relationship with God. And uh, that's that's always the, the underlying aspect of everything that I do, uh, whether it's in seeing the events, pastoring the church, hosting the podcast, is we're trying to point people to Jesus. But then at the same time, we're, we are on today, and we're grateful for your time, to, to kind of promote some of the things that we've got going on, because we know that our message is going to help people uh, further their relationship with God and, if they don't know Jesus, to go in that direction.
1: That's so awesome. And so we're going to stay focused on that and make sure that we uh, accomplish that goal as much as we can.
2: All right. Well, that's awesome.
1: Yes, it is, isn't it? You have two podcasts entitled Expanding Your Search and Stopping for Directions.
2: Yes, ma'am. Yes, we started that right after the uh, Hawaii event that we were both at. I was and uh, flew home. Uh, we didn't know how bad it was getting yet. You know, if everybody remembers back to February and March, the world was beginning to shut down and everybody was scared. And uh I just was sitting around the house and I remember something that was said at the increase event. I don't know if it was John Bevere or if it was Jensen Franklin or maybe even Ben Bob that said, you know, with, with this change that's coming, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to show ingenuity. Uh, it's going to show creativity. There will be things that happen because of the shutdowns that will be new. And uh, I couldn't I couldn't put that down. And so I, I just called my father-in-law, Bob, and uh, he was our conference host. And I just said, hey, everybody's freaking out. Everybody's scared. Nobody really knows what to expect from this. All you had to do was turn on the TV, and it was constant negative, 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 negative. And this was only March. Uh, lots have happened since then. I said, let's just get on and talk for about five minutes and just be positive and just give everybody a break from all the, the negativity. And Bob said, sure, let's do it. I've got about 15 minutes. <laughs> and so we, we got on and just shared some real good positive uh, comfort from Scripture some nuggets of wisdom from Bob. And then I had uh, my sister-in-law, Jenny, who pastors a great church there in L.A. Uh, she got on and spoke. And uh, we just really just just shared about 30 minutes of positivity. And that's how that got started. It snowballed into now it's a, uh, a almost a daily show. We're on three days a week uh, on the Internet, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire. We have our, our channel on all of those. And uh, it's just really snowballed into something that that is really helping people take a break from all the negative.
1: And that is so true. My my positivity is my li- my brand-new granddaughter. She's seven months old. And, you know, in, in running a business and dealing with everything that I'm dealing with, my daughter came over, and we spent the entire day Sunday cleaning out my closet and in between, you know, the baby's there, and I'm playing with the baby, and I just – man, I have to tell you, it just took a lot of that weight off of me because I just – You know, it just reconditioned my heart to where the things that matter are the relationships we have, the relationships and the memories we're building. And, you know, even when all this is going on, there's always positives and negatives going simultaneously down the railroad tracks. And so it's really important that we are focused on both, but let's focus more on that positive uh, energy because it just helps us get through and endure whatever's happening, whatever's going on around us, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it absolutely does. And, you know, Paul did a great, masterful job of explaining that to the church in the New Testament, Philippians chapter 4, when he said, finally, brethren, you know, and then he lists several things. What things are true and Noble, honest, honest yeah. and, uh, you know, pure, lovely, good report. He says,
1: "Focus uh, if on there's those any things.
2: praise, yeah, think on these things. Yeah, That doesn't mean you, you don't ignore the other things. Sure, we've got to we've got to kind of really have an understanding of what's going on, but to really think about, or meditate, or mull over, or whatever word you want to put in there, it's so true. And and even if it is something as awesome as a, a new grand grandbaby, which congratulations, by Thank the way, you. that's that's incredible. Yeah, um, it's something that just kind of cleanses you almost. To have <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the right kind of, of thoughts going through your mind uh, to stop and take captive all the bad ones and and focus on things like a new grandbaby, a relationship, a word from God, mm-hmm. whatever it is, those things are just so comforting and so cleansing to us that it allows us to kind of process all the bad and go through all the bad.
1: Yes, I like that cleansing. I, I love that because that's what I feel. I mean, my, my staff, my my head staff, the corporate staff, uh, they've been laughing so much with me because I'm actually funny when last week I was just under so much pressure <laughs> that I was distressed, you know, and I just I couldn't seem to break out of it because it was just I was on the defense so much. And this week, it's like, I'm loving it because I'm I'm causing my staff to laugh, you know, and it's just fun. Anyway, so I, I just thank my daughter and thank my little granddaughter for bringing some beauty and love into the the, the little area of my life that I so needed it so desperately. So you know what's interesting about this is I'm looking at the podcast entitled Expanding Your Search and Stopping for Directions. I love that title because, you know, so many people don't stop and get directions and so many people don't stop for help. I, I know that I, I, I got this. I got this and, and I might not ask for help, but I'm finding that I bring joy to someone if I'm asking them for help, because it's an area that maybe God has purposed them and created them for. And now I am, you know, it takes humbling a little bit to ask for help or ask directions, I guess. But you know what, if there's so much light that comes out of it, and I'm finding that I'm asking more for help now than I ever have, because I feel like it, it opens up this creativity that that maybe would have been shut down if I hadn't.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I kind of came up with that title. A friend of mine uh, is a branding and a marketing specialist, and he and I sat down. And we started talking about it uh, What because when we first started the podcast, we called it Cabin Fever and uh, because <laughs> people were so shut down. The world was shut down. Everybody was in the house, and, and, and it was just kind of like just on a whim. We called it Cabin Fever. Well, after doing some research, there's like five or seven – other large podcasts that, that have cabin fever in their title. And he said, that doesn't fit you anyway. That's not really, he goes, that's fun, but really, if you're going to do this and this is going to develop into something, why don't we find something that's in your heart? And he interviewed me for days. And finally we came up with a a list of words uh, that, that, that really kind of struck a chord in my heart. And I, I remember when I was young and watching my parents drive, my dad was one of those, those guys didn't like to stop and ask for directions. You know, we don't, we don't want to do that. (laughs) You don't know these people. We don't know where they're from or what they're all about. So, um, so it was always kind of, uh, you know, that's something that was almost taboo. Like you don't, you don't really ask unless you know. And so when we were talking about this show, it was like a lot of the folks that we're going to have on. and, And by the way, I'm looking forward to having you on. Uh, Sue's going to be a, a guest on the program. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to have people on that that are uh, experts in their field, but then also people that can just not just give us boring information. They're going to encourage, right? And it started it started right off the bat with Bob. Is that you know we wanted to have people that you know uh, I, I respect the the authority that they bring to the table by what they do. At the same time, they're they're encouraging because of who they are. I, I had a guest on Monday. She's a an actress, a voice actress there in Hollywood that does a lot of cartoons that I grew up watching as a kid. And she talked st- she talked about this role and that role, and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and all these other things where she's done voice work for. And and it was so awesome to hear her talk about that. And then. She just flipped the script and just started talking about uh, the god-given purpose for her life and how God can 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 meet you right in right, right where you are and and cause you to be a witness and a light and she just turned into a little preaching machine where she was encouraging people but it was all rooted and based back into her expertise and so that's where we kind of came up with that title of stop you know expanding your search because people are looking. So look elsewhere. Don't just look at the you know the normal secular uh, world. Look at some of these other folks who are experts in their field, but also have this. I call them the secret weapon: the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them. Amen. To really give you uh, some encouragement and direction for your life.
1: Yes. So if you're tuning in for the first time or the hundredth time, I just thank you so much for tuning in. There is no coincidence; it's when God decides to stay anonymous. But in this case, I think that there's a special message in here for you. So uh, just be listening to it and get that golden nugget. And Brent mentioned the nuggets uh, before, and you know, being with uh, Doctor Increase Bob Harrison for as long as I have, uh, talk about somebody that has uh, encouraged, inspired, and taught me. Uh, I think I've, I have purchased every single one of the things that he has as far as they were tapes at that time, and now they're uh, CDs or, or on the little, you know, that
2: little... Tapes? What tapes?
1: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I have all of them if somebody wants them for the museum somewhere. But I have all of them, and I have to tell you, the information has changed my life forever. When I reeled the wheel back, you know, the, the movie tape back... And I realized where I got uh, the reward program. Or, I mean, I could go for days. Um, I just realized that a lot of the information that I received was from Mr. Bob Harrison and Dr. Increase. And I'm just so grateful and thankful. And now friends that I have now are like, oh, my gosh, Sue, so you got to meet this guy. And I'm like, who, who, you know? And then they say, Bob Harrison, I said, oh, my gosh, I got you. So I knew him a long time ago, a long time before you. And that was Mike Rovner. And anyway, so it's funny, you know, it's really funny how the circles go, right? Right. Um,
2: and you could tell people you knew Bob before it was cool to know Bob.
1: Well, I think it's always been cool, to be honest, because oh, I don't know. I just I've learned so much from him and just the whole family, actually. And now you're included in that. So that's pretty amazing. You know, it's, it's really amazing.
2: <laughs> It really is, and Bob. Yeah. You know, I know that we're, we're we're not necessarily here to talk all about Bob, but but you know, he he's done so much for, for me and Jody too. that he just he's one of those guys that he's he's done so much and exactly what I was talking about. His expertise has caused me to, when I'm looking for answers, I look at somebody and and, and have looked at him specifically, you know, uh, for searching my search for answers. And then I've just been fortunate enough to him to be my father-in-law. Uh, that I can, you know, actually go and ask for directions from him. And even if he's, if it's something he's not, you know, I've never done that. But the concept of that, I can understand. And here's some things that you need to know. And that's the kind of thing that those nuggets. is so instrumental in helping people get to the next level.
1: Those nuggets. He talks about those golden nuggets all the time.
2: Yeah. Yep. So
1: thank you so much for tuning in. And if you want to uh, learn more about the Sue fries show right now, uh, you could go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word dot com. When you go there, there's a website that has a lot of information. I have 10 and a half years of podcasts there that were live radio shows at one time and now they're recorded Uh, But we have 10 and a half years of that, and I'm just like amazed at that and different guests and different subtitles and all of that. Uh, Also, there is the I am's. The I am's is something that has helped me and a lot of other people. And it's basically just all the I am's of what God says about you, like who you are in him versus what the world is saying about who you are in him. And between listening to a person, your neighbor, whatever, they might be really good people, but I am going to choose what Jesus says about me instead of my neighbors unless they, you know, they're the same. If they're consistent, then that's a good thing. If they're not, then I'm going to go with what Jesus says. So you can go there and you can download those. They are free. There's three pages of them. You just push the button, print, and they'll print out for you. And then I suggest that you read them on a daily basis, and it will change your life forever. And so thank you so much for joining I uh, really appreciate it, and we have Brent Bailey with us, and he is the lead pastor for Direction Church in Orlando. Um, I've known of him, and from really afar, I've I've experienced him and his wit. Uh, you know, um, being the MC with a lot of people that like to talk, and you're trying to get them to be quiet, and he does it very eloquently. I just have to say, you do it so well. <laughs>
2: Uh, Well, I feel like a youth pastor at youth camp sometimes. (laughs) Exactly.
1: No, it's so true. So true. So in the middle of this context, before we get to the seven questions that we like to get to, I just want to read something that you wrote, and I think it's so wonderful. It says that, let's see, where do I want to start from? Did you know that God is interested in things working out for you? Some folks will tell you that God has more important things to deal with than helping you in your everyday life. That would be true if the large things took any more power from God to Saul. But God's desire for the rest of creation and for your life, take the same amount of his power. God wants to cover you with his favor, like cologne or perfume, so that you can stand out in a world that stinks. God so desires to have things always working for you. And this is about his book. And, And this one is What Smells So Good, right? That's that book?
2: Yes. And is correct.
1: I am so interested in that book. I, I just think it's so lovely. I just love it. Um, put on your favorite cologne and be a testimony of how good God is in this world. Hopefully someone else will notice and begin a life of experiencing the same thing. And that's what you were saying about, you know, people will learn about Christ from people they know and respect
2: normally. Yes, that's That's right. And the premise of the book that that I wrote that was was a story that I tell um, when I was in high school. I I went to kind of a prepping school in uh, northeastern Kentucky where I grew up. And uh, the girl that was the homecoming queen, her name was Kelly Newton. Uh, She dated a really good friend of mine who was the captain of the football team. And his name was John Goodyear. And they both looked like your atypical homecoming queen and homecoming king. And she was so she was so friendly to everybody and so nice, uh, but when she walked down the halls, this was in 1989, when Calvin Klein released the cologne or the perfume for women called Obsession. I don't know if you remember that, but it was a very I
1: love that perfume. Yeah, I do. It was, it's very back powdery. In
2: day it was very new. There was nothing like it on the market. Right. And you, she was the only girl in the school that wore it. And when she would walk down the halls. You know, now you think about where I'm writing this from. You know, we were all hormonally charged teenage <laughs> boys with tits and braces and, you know, popped collars on our shirts and all of that. And as she would walk down the hall, people would stop talking because they knew she was coming.
0: Oh, my god And goodness. they would
2: turn around. I mean, she was already, you know, she was a pretty girl anyway. But But that cologne was so powerful that it would get your attention beforehand. Uh-huh. and uh she was she was not somebody that would take advantage of that but I, I i am convinced because of 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 that there were guys that she could have said i need everybody over at my house after school to clean my parents pool i think every guy in the hallway would have dropped everything and and, and took off running and, and would have been there cleaning the, you know cleaning the pool for her what this book was is based on that that even though you do have, you know, and, and Kelly was, was nice and was pretty. She had a lot of things going for her. But then there was this cologne she started wearing, this perfume that she started wearing that went ahead of her. Yes. And actually increased her influence in our school. And that, that's what the favor of God does for us. The favor of God, actually, we do have a lot of things going for us. We're all gifted. We, we all have a talent. We all have a calling. And it's all, it does take us, you know, uh, so far in our life. But when the favor of God rests upon what you're doing and rests upon who you are, he actually goes in front of you and people start liking you or wanting to help you before your gift even starts to make the room for you, as the scripture says.
1: That's awesome. We're uh, past our break time. So we're going to go to break, and then we'll come back. and, And I love your message. I love what you're saying. So we will be back with more of the Sue Freeze show right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season
0: com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze.
1: Thank you so much for joining The Sue Freeze Show. And uh, I thank the sponsor of E. cola termite and pest control for sponsoring this show. They are a wonderful company, and we are hiring. And so if you would like to be part of the COLA team, we have six offices covering from San Diego up to Santa Maria, and we would love to talk with you. So get a hold of us by just going to the SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze, spelled like fries, one word.com, dot com. Or go to our website at termylady.com and check us out, and let's talk. Uh, if you have a license in the pest control industry, that is a big plus but we will train and teach and get you licenses that you need to get. So give us a call, and we'd love to talk with you. So part two of the Sue Free show, we have a special guest today, and it's Brent Bailey. He is the lead pastor of Direction Church in Orlando, Florida. And uh, I hope you tune in and listen to the first half. Um, if you're just starting to tune in now, because it's really worth your while to do that and brent bailey i've known for a while but not real you know personally i've known him from afar and seen him from afar and uh and now i'm getting to know him on a much deeper level and it's so wonderful because god is so good and before the break he was talking about the aroma favor of the lord that when you have that it's just um it's powerful number one but brent thank you so much
2: Sue, it's so great to be here with you.
1: Well, thank you. It's great to have you here with me.
2: <laughs> it's getting hot
1: in the studio here. It's getting really warm. Is it warm there?
2: Oh, it's Florida, so it's we're year-round hot here. So
1: Yeah, and you're humid. You're yeah. more humid than we are here in California.
2: Yes, we're, thank, thank God we're getting ready to enter the dry season from yes. about uh, October to about March. It's uh-huh. really, really, it's more like California. It's dry, but it's warm. Um, so right now we're, we're wrapping up September. It still rains every day about 3 o'clock.
1: Oh, and, wow. Uh,
2: and, but that'll, that'll end here in about two weeks.
1: Well, that cleans the air, looking on the bright side. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Okay, so we're going to get into the seven questions. Is that okay with you?
2: Okay, let's do it.
1: All right. So, you know, people have been taught their whole life they're not worthy to approach God. They have to have someone else help them. But you're saying people can come to know God on their own.
2: That's correct. When I started pastoring, I was a youth pastor for almost 30 years, which was, that's a whole other conversation uh, to do youth ministry that long. But I started when I was really young, and uh, I loved doing it. Um, But when I started getting into the pastoral area, I was shocked at how many people, uh, adults, would come and say, I don't know what to do. Can you pray? Uh, Will you pray? Because I, 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 and it was, it was really a denominational mindset. It's not that a pastor shouldn't be praying for their flock, but they were asking it as a substitution. Like I, I can't pray, but I'm going to need you to pray because I'm not allowed to talk to God or I I I'm just not worthy. Uh, he's not going to listen to me. Um, I had a guy, I have a guy in my church now who was, a. Uh, he came out of the church of Satan, uh, there in California. And, uh, his, his parents were involved in the entertainment business, and he, he was so convinced that he was just lucky enough to get saved and walk away from the Church of Satan that God would never, ever really want to talk with him. He would save him, but he wouldn't talk to him, wouldn't be concerned about his his walk. And I started to talk with other folks who were raised in You know, uh, other denominations that were taught that you know you need to you you need to make sure that your your preacher knows or your your priest knows or you know they were going to God through somebody else, and I was so floored by that that so many people have been conditioned to think that their past really fashions who they are now in the eyes of the Lord, and it, it it just doesn't. The Bible says that we've been made a new creature and that old things are passed away, and that all things have become new. And God calls himself our Father. And, I don't, you know, a good father uh, is what he is. He's not one that's just going to, okay, I gave birth to you, now you're on your own, figure it out. No, he's there, living on the inside of us, speaking to the inside of us, and wants us to approach him as one of his children and not just one of his subjects.
1: The Lord wants us to be have a personal relationship with him. It's a one-on-one thing. That's why he created us with choice. We, we need to choose him. He's not going to snatch us up. He wants us to choose him. So he gives us freedom of choice. You know, the worthy thing that you mentioned about worthiness, um, that's a lie from the devil, that we're not worthy to receive God's love or, you know, that we don't feel like we're valuable enough because God sent his only son to die in our place. You know, if you didn't have value, why would he have done that? He gave his son away so that we could live, you know, the sinless life, That's or right. get the freedom well, of that uh, the thing, oppression.
2: The thing that I I've, I say it's it's almost an unfair advantage for Christians when it comes to approaching God, because I, I, I don't believe that we we in and of ourselves we aren't worthy to receive it. Correct. But here's the, this is why it's an unfair this is why it's an unfair advantage. Jesus makes us worthy the moment we receive him. Correct. So I'm not worthy because I'm anything special. I'm worthy because I receive what Jesus did for me. And once I receive what Jesus did for me, I'm now worthy to be able to stand and talk to God. I still revere him. I still, you know, am in awe of him. I don't I don't speak to him flippantly or disrespectfully. I do have a fear of the Lord in my in my heart, you know, that healthy, respectful fear of the Lord. But at the same time, that's my father. And I can approach him because of what he did for me. And that's why it's unfair, because I wasn't worthy. I'm no different than anybody that's listening that's not saved, that doesn't know Jesus. There's no difference in us, in and of ourselves. The difference is I received Jesus, and him, his blood Him living in me makes me worthy to approach the Father.
1: Right. He gives us the grace. And that's so wonderful. That's right. The number two question, I think you've almost already answered, but why is a personal relationship so important? Maybe not, because I can't imagine life without my Heavenly Father, you know, guiding my steps and, and, uh, you know, guiding my thoughts. And just, I I, I don't know what I would do without the discernment that I pray for. uh, And I, I believe I receive because I've asked. So every single person listening right now, if you feel like you have to get your act together before asking him into your life, that's not true because, you know, he's not done with me. He's not done with Brent. And that's a good thing that he's not done with us yet either because it's a journey and this life we're living is a journey where we can do it together. But the Lord is not done with us yet. And so you don't have to clean up your act before you receive the Lord. He will help you and guide you through that process. Uh, but he right. so desires, his heart aches. If you are not with him, if you haven't asked him in your life, he he wants so badly, he'll leave the flock for one one person. And he really wants to have his children with him. So if that's you, if that's speaking to you, then, you know, you don't need a special prayer or anything. You just need to be willing and ask the Lord into your heart and understand that he did send his son and he died on the on the cross, and that He rose again on the third day.
2: That's right. Yeah, that's right. I I'd like to say it this way: you you don't have to take a um, to, to clean your to uh, to wash your face before you take a shower. <clears throat> you don't need to wash yourself before you take a bath.
1: Never heard that before. Ba- that's great.
2: <laughs> the bath, the bath does it though. <laughs> you yes, know what I mean? yes. I, I mean, and that's what so many people are that's trying so to. That's so good. I'll go to church whenever I get to the point where I'm good enough to go. Well, no. That'll never happen. There's no, it's not necessary. Yeah. Going good. to church and receiving Jesus is what makes you clean. So.
1: Yeah. So number three, you have what smells so good. I think we talked about this, but you you talk a lot about favor and I, I am so about favor. I ask for favor. favor. Uh, is that something that should be happening as a result of knowing God on your own?
2: Yes. Now, some folks, some folks get a little bit, you know, bothered by this because they think that it's, you know, like we're using God as a credit card or something, you know, and it's not that way. Um, It's not that, you know, we're using God as a credit card or we're not, you know, God fixes everything quickly or whatever, like a a fix all, you know, thing, you know, Uh, it's because of who I am. I, I am a child of God and now his favor is working in me, for me and through me. And it's not because again, I'm anything special. It's because it's what he wants to do for everybody. And that favor is so important. And I know so many people, and so you've heard these same stories, Sue, that there are so many people that they just happen to find the right deal at the right time for the thing that they're looking for, a house, a car, a dress for, you know. (laughs) My mother-in-law tells a story about buying a Christmas tree, and she's got this thing for Christmas trees. She bought one of these big nine-foot-tall pre-lit, you know, big, expensive three, $400 Christmas trees. And it just so happened that the day that she went in to bought it, everything was marked way down, and then it was uh, uh, leaning. It had a lean to it. So they marked it down even further. I think she bought this $400 Christmas tree for like $12 or $9 or something crazy.
1: <laughs> I heard that story. And it was people, an awesome story. <laughs>
2: yeah, people, and people look at that and go, well, that wasn't God. Well, well, why would you say that it's not? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the kind of favor that the children of God should be expecting to receive in their life. Uh, the deal of, of you know, uh, I, I just bought a house in, in uh, Florida.
1: Congratulations. Jody and I,
2: yeah, thank you. You know, we've been here for eight years, and uh, we've been looking for the right deal. And I just never felt the peace in my heart to pull the trigger on, on a deal. And I just, we were renting and I was like, okay, God, are we, are we doing this? Are we not doing this? Whatever, You know? And I just started to kind of, you know, look and, and believe for a good deal. And I know this is going to sound extremely unusual for some folks, but you know, when COVID started happening, I kept hearing people say, there's going to be great opportunity. There's going to be great opportunity. There's going to be great opportunity. And one of the opportunities that it came up was because of what was going on with COVID. And I believe that the favor of God was sitting upon us because we were able to buy this house from somebody. Now they weren't about to lose it. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, take advantage of somebody who's, you know, in pain and suffering, but these folks were to the point where I need to, I need to offload this house because they were from the UK. They couldn't get back over here. Uh, and the market here was dried up for vacation rentals. And so uh, they didn't do it out of desperation, but they thought the best thing for us to do would be to sell that that home that we have in Orlando. And so they put it up there on the market for $25,000 less than what the normal market value is. Wow. And then I started looking at it and watching it, and then it started to tick down. And then it ticked down a little bit more. And it ticked down a little bit more. And we ended up buying this house for $45,000 less than the market value. That's the kind of favor I'm talking about. It wasn't, you know, favor with just anybody. It was favors with the with the lenders, favors with the owners, the former owners. They decided to accept the deal um, because the favor of God was resting upon our lives. And this is the kind of thing that I believe the favor of God, want, he wants to have that happening for everybody that will accept him
1: so your fourth question you just answered is it really possible (laughs) to have things just work out for us is this too good to be true or a sales pitch i just had something similar like this happen to me and i'm i'm still like on the fence but i know it's like the the uh opportunity of a lifetime and i'm like going okay i want to be smart about this But it just kind of fell in my lap. And it's a person who I met when I was traveling in Israel. And all of a sudden he says, you know, I really need to get rid of this thing. I need to do something here. And, you know, here's the cost and here's what it appraised for. And I'm like, oh, my word. So, you know, I'm sitting there going, "Okay, how am I going to make that happen? Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? So, yes, it's pretty amazing.
2: Uh, you know, it's not. It is. It is exactly possible. It should be something that should be happening. Now, that doesn't mean you turn your your, your brain off and and it just falls. You know, when things fall in your lap, I believe that's God shining a spotlight on him, and saying, "Look right here." But that doesn't mean you are now completely removed. I'm not going to think about. it. I'm not going to seek counsel. I'm not. It, it doesn't mean any of that. It's just God's going. I have a blessing for you right here. Now use the giftings and the talent and the, and the knowledge that you have that I gave you to work this deal out. And then he, he guides your steps the rest of the way. And so it is absolutely possible. It happens. And, and sometimes if you just sit and get jealous about it or upset about it or explain it the way that God's not, oh, God's not into that. God doesn't care about that. He's got more important things like, you know, uh, human trafficking. And all. listen, all those things are important. But guess what? You are just as important to God as any of the world's biggest problems. Your personal needs matter just as much to God as the collective world's needs as a whole do. God loves you that much, and it is possible.
1: Amen. Everybody, receive that. That is so good. That is so good. I was thinking about two things. First, you said, I am a child of God, and you mentioned I am, which is part of uh, the the I am's that I have available to everybody listening right now. So, and it does say, I am a child of God. So you can just verbally say it out loud. I am a child of God. I am an ambassador to Christ. I am victorious. You know, these are things that I am's, that's what they say. So you can say those repeatedly until your mind and your heart believes it, and then your life will change. You will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Absolutely. Yes. That was one thing you said. What is one practical step to seeing favor in my life? Everybody wants to hear. What's one practical step?
2: Well, one thing I think is that if you want to receive favor in your life, you should show favor. There are things that. that you could be doing right now to help somebody else. Amen. Have something just work out for them. And, you know, it's just that old, the old spiritual law of sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's taught throughout the Bible so many times. But if you want to have favor on your life, where are you giving favor? I mean, there's so much uh, about the sowing and reaping law that that means that inside of every seed you plant is the potential, you know, to quote Miles Monroe, the potential to have a whole field of, of that fruit or a whole forest of those trees. And inside, every seed of favor you plant has the potential to be an overwhelming harvest of favor on you from other folks, from, from banks, from businesses, from you know contractors. I hate to keep just talking about myself, but, you know, when we bought this house, uh, besides the great deal on the house, uh, one of the things uh, after we had been in in about three weeks, the air condition went out and it's like, wow, welcome to your new home. And uh, I called and uh, had the the person come out and without even I didn't know it. I I was not aware of the um, the warranty that was on the. Was on the unit because it was fairly new. I was not aware of that, and the the guy showed up and just just said to me, um, "I think you probably ought to call so and so because the un- this unit is probably under warranty." And you go, "That's just normal kindness. That's just something that anybody would do." No, not necessarily. I know a lot of you know. Some people that would have been, well, that guy's dumb. I'm going to take advantage of him, and I'm going to charge him through the nose for, for, for fixing his air condition. But I believe that the favor of God rests on my life. And this guy did something nice for me without knowing me, without, without any you know foreknowledge of anything about me. Didn't know I'm a pastor, doesn't know anything about me. He was just the service guy that showed up. But the favor of God resting upon me, he said, I think you should call so-and-so this is probably under warranty because what I'm seeing is this is this is kind of a new unit. What
1: an I awesome think. story. No, it's an awesome story, and it's, you know, those little things. And uh, with, termite, with the termite company, on a side note, is that fumigation normally has a two-year warranty, and there's been many times where my inspectors will go out to a house, and you're required by law to put a tag up. And so the customer doesn't know that they had a fume because maybe they bought the house a year ago, and they just don't know, or maybe they forgot maybe it it transferred i don't know but i i don't know it's kind of a difficult situation to do a fume but and usually people remember cuz it's not so much fun but uh In in cases, we'll just tell the customer, you know, have you had a fumigation recently or the inspector will go to the house and see a label, a tag that says that it's been fumed in the last two years. So we always let the customer know, look, if you've had it fumed in the last two years, you're under probably under a warranty and not that we don't want your business. Of course we do, but you're probably under warranty and why would you want to pay us when you can probably get that under your warranty and not have to pay a dime? And people really appreciate that we say that to them uh, because it's just the right thing to do.
2: Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But but that kind of stuff should be happening on, on on a lot of things in our lives, and it and it will happen if we're sowing that into others. If we're sowing that into others' lives.
1: That's so good. What a good message. And the other thing that I wanted to say is uh, being prepared. Okay, because you said you rented for so many years, and then this came up in its favor because this house is now, and you know people were telling you that things are going to change, and yes, they are, and it's even going to get. More so, uh, you know, it hasn't hit really yet. Um, but
2: agreed.
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, what I would say though is that we had to be prepared. It's like if we had no money in the bank, if you had no relationship with a bank, then you probably wouldn't be in a position to be able to take take up the offer, right? You wouldn't be able to offer something if you didn't have anything to offer. So it's really important with the goal setting and and understanding what what God's wanting from our lives and and for us to do because he created us with a specific purpose and we need to live that out that we have to be prepared i i was sleeping once and i woke up and and very rarely do i remember what i dream and this was so vivid and it just said be prepared and i'm like be prepared for what just be prepared and so mm-hmm. we need to be prepared that was the word that i yeah. got and it's one of the most loud uh, be prepared. <laughs> I mean, I just said it, it, it really embedded in my brain because I'm like, "Whoa, be prepared. It's just like uh, I say this, and and you'll probably agree that, you know, whenever you go through a difficult time, it's God's way of preparing you for the next assignment. So for me, when I'm going through a trying time, it's a lesson, a life lesson that I'm learning, and hopefully I'm a fast learner because I don't like going through tough times, <laughs> but we all do. But I also know that it's preparing me for the next assignment because I know that I'm stronger and I know that I build courage and perseverance, of course, by going through trying times to help me get through the next one. So I, I just think it's good to look at things. There's more than one way to look at something, and I think that's uh, really there. But be prepared because if you don't of do course. your part, if you, don't, if you don't think about what you want to have happen next, like you want to buy a house, Right. So what was the heart behind starting your podcast, expanding your search and stopping for directions? And we're running out of time, and I, I wish we weren't, but we are. I think we okay. only have one minute left.
2: Well, I, I think I said at the beginning uh, that we just wanted to be uh, give everybody a break from the negativity when, when things were starting to go south after COVID. That was the heart behind the whole thing.
1: That's awesome. We just
2: give everybody a break <laughs> and let them, let them learn and, and, and receive something that would build their faith instead of feeding their fear.
1: Brent, I have loved my time with you. I really have. And we have to do this again, like real soon. And I know I'm going to be on your show, but I want to have you back on my show. Would you come back on again?
2: Absolutely. Okay, and good. Would, it would just be a, a high honor for me.
1: Oh, thank you. And I really love this what you did this with the seven questions that I always ask for, because you you laid this out my show, Passion, Purpose and Connection, and you wrote down things to go with a passion, purpose, and connection. So thank you for doing that. That was so thoughtful. And thank you so much for doing that. And thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Well, Sue, thanks for having me and we look forward to having you on expanding your search next week.
1: Okay. God bless. Bless you. Bye.